Hi, folks. media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sunny Southern California. It's midday here. That gentleman there is. Hi everyone, I'm Philippe Theria. I'm in Essex, England in stormy weather. Oh, it's stormy. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, let's hope we don't have internet problems today. <laughs> I'm in a village. If I, I might cut out at any moment. Oh God, no, don't do that. Don't do that because, yeah, stop, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I already, you know what? I have more problems with my, with, with Alex, who's, who's like maybe 40 minutes from my house with his internet access and his Mac than I have with yours. So yeah, go figure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special sipping off the cuff because we are going to taste and dissect this little beauty right here. You see that clearly. This is Black Snake asp reposado now you're saying to yourself who the hell is black snake and why should i care because this is an australian agave spirit and um i first learned about these folks as i was researching my my um my book and article on uh, uh in more than agave spirits it's agave spirits around the world it's more than tequila and I, um, I wrote about this um, Black Snake Distillery, and they are in Australia. Uh, however, this version of what they're making is mezcal with an Australian accent. So it's not, it, it's not being made uh, technically as a tequila. Um, of course, you can't even call it that. All of this is just agave spirits. But they're, they're using the mezcal uh, protocol to make this okay um they are based in um uh the information i have is narabi in new south wales and uh stephen uh stephen beale and rosemary smith are the uh husband and wife and they are uh they are the folks who have developed asp agave spirit in uh, 2016. so I, I want to first of all thank Rosemary for making this happen because they have moved heaven and earth to get to us. Yeah, I mean, for that. you folks have no idea what what they what they've been through. Uh, never mind the fact that she was very nervous about submitting a sample to us because you know we are who we are. <laughs> As you can see, we it's a it's a small sample, so that we could get. I'm okay with that. They're very, very small batch. Uh, for those of you who in Australia or um, in the, in Europe who is who have been to their distillery, they they do do tours on occasion. You may have already had some of this. Uh, folks all over Australia are falling all over themselves in bars and restaurants um, getting this, and they are. We're very fortunate to get these samples. I I I so appreciate that. But um, I tell you what, we're going to do. We're just going to open, we're going to break the seal, taste the juice, then we'll give you all the ins and outs and tell you what we, you know, where this is coming from. So we're breaking the seal now, live on television, <laughs> <laughs> streaming on YouTube. You yes. are a part of history. <laughs> it is, it is historical. We are the first to actually, uh, the, the, that I know of in the United States to be able to acquire a sample of asp uh black snake distillery so uh he's uh philippe are you using your glencairn 
I sure is. I am using uh, my my Stossel Jarrito that I normally use for mezcal. And the reason is this particular uh, sample. Oh, look at that. I have bubbles. I have lingering bubbles, bro. That's a good sign. Hey. Um, the reason I'm using my my jarrito for for mezcal is because this is at 88 proof. It's 44 ABV. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna smell the uh, the stuff. First of all, it's a beautiful color. I, I will say, it's pretty. It's a beautiful gold, isn't it? Yep. It's uh it's almost like a like a it's just a hair under a under tan almost. Uh, in fact, uh, Felipe, you and I have had some añejos that look this color, didn't haven't we? We have actually, yes. Yeah. Oh, look at the legs and tears on that baby. And I have a bubble that will not die. That's that is very unique. Um, again, not a sign of quality, but it's a good sign that, that care has been taken. In uh, in the making of this juice, nice thick legs and tears just clinging to the glass, taking their own sweet time. I don't think you're gonna like the smell. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's oh, beautiful, isn't it? Oh, dude, this is cigar worthy. <laughs> you know those placentias that you posted on Instagram? Yeah. Right here, you yeah, could just my Instagram in about an hour. I'm moving, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, follow Felipe on his Instagram. It's Felipe de Herida, and um, he posts a lot of uh, cigar pairings with a lot of these uh, agave spirits that we, he and I uh, get a chance to to uh, taste on. You know, this is a lot um, sweeter on the nose than I was expecting. It's very um. One of the first things that sprung to mind was almost like a tutti fruity. Yeah, very sweet fruit. But now it's opening up, and now I'm getting more of the more of the agave. I'm getting it's it's more earthy for me, and and more vegetal. There's a. It's almost like a a peppermint. Yeah, coming at the top, but. I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy the herbaceousness, and I think that's coming from the barrel. Uh, did she tell you what barrels they're using for this? I have on my lovely thank you card. She uh, I got a birthday card. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, thank American you. oak ex bourbon. Uh, yeah, first time, first use of a 50 liter ex bourbon barrel. Yeah. Yeah, well, bourbon, for those of you unaware, uh, bourbon legally, bourbon and Tennessee whiskey, you can only use those barrels one time. And then the secondary market after that. And so these are these are only been used once, so they haven't been reused by anybody else, which is nice, which accounts for the color. And we have um, 12 months in glass before moving to the barrel for four months in the barrel. So they're resting it in glass. They're not burying it. I know that some mescals actually bury underground. Uh, and, they, and 
can technically, at least in Mexico, call that a, an aged spirit. So they're they're resting in glass. That means it's not being moved anywhere. And then, uh, so it's eight months in, in glass, and then four months. In, this is only a four-month reposado? Twelve. Twelve in glass, and then four months in the wow. barrel. Wow. Wow. Look at the look at the the body on this on the and I hope you can see that on, uh, on my screen. But the body on it's really beautiful. And also because I, I was talking to Rosemary on Instagram, she said that um, they leave the crushed agave for over ten days before putting it into the fermenters. If that's yeah, you know, they, standard they have, well, they have a, a particular challenges uh, that they have overcome. If you um, if you know anything about them, do some research on them. And, and of course, uh, if you have not, if you have not uh, taken a, a gander of downloading this book, uh, anybody that's got Kindle can get this. These books, we, we occasionally make uh, our books for free for our Kindle readers. But this is also available on Amazon. And you can read about all the agave spirits. We've had a few. We've actually been very fortunate since I started this whole trek through agave spirits around the world. We've been very fortunate to get from Ecuador, from Peru. Uh, this is our first one from Australia. I, I've been able to get, um, I'm still hoping that against hope to get something out of South Africa. Uh, there's more coming out of Australia. The, the, uh, Black Snake is extremely small batch, but there is a a company out there, and I mentioned them in uh, the, the article in the section on Australian agave spirits, um, that is in the next five years, they are going to have a huge industry. They, they have several hectares of blue agave growing right now. Uh, so look for them to break into the uh, uh, Australian agave spirits market very shortly. I love how this smells. Do you get that vegetal smell in the center? Yeah, there is. And there's this proper ripened fruit coming through it. I will say, you know what, for 88 proof, I got no alcohol. No. No. Actually. Yeah. And it's traveled across the pond, uh, well, further across the pond for, for us. I'm ready to dive in. This is the show. Shall. Cheers. Oh my gosh. That has a bite, doesn't it? It's not too smoky. No. It's not overpowering. But you go, I almost got a tear in my eye then from just the initial hit. Out. Yes. And then it just. What? No, the finish is. Just fell off like your wife's negligence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the finish, I, I can smell, uh, I can taste a little bit of, of smoke, but it's not off-putting. It's actually very, very faint. And and this that was my first pass. So, it's, uh, so my first pass is going to be a little bit different than my second and third um quite dry on the palate yes yeah well bourbon you know it's and, and i gotta say at the sides of of my of my tongue and my palate back here it was a little bit sweet it was sweeter than i and again that's got to be from the barrel itself um 
and and of course a little bit of the plant probably i'm not yeah. sure right now if i'm tasting smoke or if i'm tasting agave it's uh it's um it's faint and it and it's coated my palate my my tongue that's okay that's all right i mean it's not in an artificial way they're not doing anything to it uh. You know what it can remind me of? Do you ever have the candy that would that would bubble on your tongue? Yeah. Popping candy. Yeah, poppy of it's like that. It's, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's got that kind of texture to it. But it's so smooth, you need that hint of the smoke. There's definitely a sweetness. But it's just and it's still it's almost like considering considering this a flavor of smoke in it it's almost like fresh air you've had it it's just like oh, it's just really yeah it's um i'm i'm not sure what do we know what i let's pull out the information just very quickly so we get a an idea of uh, i'm not exactly sure what kind of smoke uh what kind of wood they're using i i know that they i will check in my information uh in the research that i've done um there it is, holding over 12 months before it uh, gets in the barrel and aged for four months. 44 ABV. Um, and let me see, let me check and see what uh, what I wrote about them. I can't remember because it was just, you know, I, I really, I had to do this as a, it was a monthly article uh, for our particular aficionado. And then halfway through the research, Lisa, our managing partner, Lisa Peach says, we're going to put this together as a coffee table book. And I said, oh, okay. So, uh, and as I got, you know, this is one of those pieces. It's, it's happened to me before where, like, I wrote a, a book on kosher tequila. And when you reverse engineer the research, it, you think it's only going to be like a 500-word 500, 500 article. It turns into this monster, this three-part, 1,200-word you know, per, and, and you realize that it's nothing in order to to do this justice you have to go really deep into the background um i guess one of their daughters returned from a trip to mexico commented on how the plants growing all over their property were similar to the agave grown in mexico she had come back from a trip in mexico and the weather was very similar so upon investigation beale and smith discovered that the type of agave that had overrun their property was the same uh, one used to make mezcal, it's agave americana. It is one of the one of the plants allowed to make uh, mezcal probably uh, more akin. I think agave americana, not so much mezcal as as um, uh, ricea, because right, you can make ricea from like three or four or five different plants. Um, but so this is agave americana, not blue agave that's growing in Australia on their property. Uh, oh, they're using eucalyptus wood. I knew that that was something different. That explains the mint. Yes. As soon as you said, because I'm, I'm smelling it, going, there's something in here, and I can't quite place my finger on it. I'm just trying to think what it was. As soon as you said that, no, the light went out. You see, the, the thing yes. is, with, the thing with uh, eucalyptus grows, all, it's all over Southern California. We have it as windbreak. 
for those of you who live south on the 10 freeway, you understand what I'm talking about when you get to like Fontana all the way to Rio Rancho, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, I'm sorry. So um, eucalyptus trees are, are, are grown in that area, but they don't grow in Mexico as far as I know. They're not, unless uh, further north in like the jungle area maybe, because um, you and I had a rum that was made from fresh cane and it was almost like tasting the jungle, la, la selva. Yeah. This one, this one is a lot drier and the eucalyptus makes a lot of sense to me Fast. because it's a wood and a smoke that's completely different from any Ricea or, or Mezcal or Bacanora that we've had and, and you and I have had a few already. So mm. that, that's is, just, that is it. That, that's that's yes. what separates it. I mean, obviously, there's, there's several other bits as well, but that's it. Because I'm literally looking through there, and I just said it. I'm sniffing there's something there, and I can't quite place my finger yeah, on it. You said it was minty, and I thought, well, I'll go with herbaceous. You know, yeah, you're going to get that. Uh, agave Americana, the herbaceousness, and, and, the, uh, and of course, uh, it's baked using uh, 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 eucalyptus wood. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I like this a lot, man. This is, it's worth making a trip to Australia just to get, bring it back a few bottles of this. Oh, yeah. Man. Actually, once you, once you have the realization, suddenly it all. It all makes sense. It's like a game of Tetris, isn't it? Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. And you know what else, too? Let me, let me. I gotta pour me another sample. I can't. I'm so Black Snake Distillery. You rock. Anybody who's planning a trip to Australia, once of course, when when things settle down, um, because you know we are having a another uh, spike in the uh, in coronavirus. So be careful out there, folks. Get your shot. Wear a mask. Um, <laughs> But I think Australia could be down in lockdown again. I'm not sure at this point. But when you make the trip, it's worth looking for these folks and getting yourself, wipe them out clean, bring back the farm. <laughs> because this, look at look at this. I have a, a, a lone bubble. I don't even know if you can see that on my screen. I have a lone bubble that will not die. And that's unheard of, even even with some really well-made mezcals and sotols. Um, oh my God, this is beautiful. I it's so unique. A little bit more on that. Yeah, I, I. This is so unique, folks. Um, the the and it's like right some mezcals. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. You know, even there are some mezcals that once they're, once they're aged, once they're reposed, the bubbles don't linger as long as it does in a home, which is unaged. Um, my goodness. I, I could smell, I could, I could use this as an air freshener. Just put it, it's glow. Like it. It's, it's glow. <laughs> put it on your pulse points, folks. This is, oh my goodness. You know, I'm not even going to hesitate. I'm not even going to stop. Brand of Promise nominee. The Hands down. Hands down. The Australian Agave Spirit category. This is lovely. And you know what? Um, it's not off-putting. It's 88 proof. Men and women alike. 
will enjoy this. I really do feel that um, it's not that there's virtually no alcohol burn. I, I'm not getting any of that. If I can feel it, I can feel it coming down a bit, but you know, you get that with beer, you get that with yeah, yeah, you, water, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing, nothing untoward. On the first pass, it's it's a uh, uh, it, it's a it's a medium to long finish, but as you go in second and third pass sips, um, the finish is less and less prominent, but the flavor profile on, on right on your tongue and the palate. It's doing what it's supposed to do. That's what smoke is supposed to do. It's supposed to coat the palate naturally. And and it's just so um, minimal. Oh, that's just, that is by far. I think they've excelled themselves with this. Yeah. That's definitely one of the best I've had. Yep. I agree. I agree. I, I, think, uh, I think if it entered any international contests, I know that there are, there are uh, countrywide contest um, uh, for medals in, in Australia, but I'm thinking this would be good enough to go international. I, I don't even know, have they won anything internationally? I think they might have, haven't they? I, I, do you know, I don't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Hmm. Have a quick look while we're here. Oh my God. Well, they do gin as well. Of course. You can't be Australian if you don't do gin. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Good, isn't it? I'm just like, I'm still feeling it. That's nice. Though. Oh, my God. That is just lovely. Do you know, I'd have that. I'll have it in about an hour's time in the garden with the smoke. But at the end of a meal, if you have a nice, like, Big like steak, something oh, you know. You, yeah. and just, I need a cup of coffee, sir. No, I'll have one of these. Yeah, it's a it's a great digestif, and and um, <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't pair it with a dessert. I I wouldn't do that. But certainly, uh, oh. if you wanted to pair it with food, a a good a good meal, a good steak, um, and and a great of course a great cigar. But I have to tell you, having this this year alone, we've had and late last year, we've had some wonderful goddess spirits from all over the world. I, I I tell you what, that's what, what was the inspiration for for our book, and and for you know making people aware that that agave grows all over the world, and and people have have had there are cultures with a history. You know, thousands of years of making stuff from this plant. It's not just Mexico, and to see something coming out of Australia that is that is paying homage, homage to uh, to mezcal, and doing it this well. I got lip numbness. I have I have all the signs are there. Lip numbness. I got a nice. Um, nice smoke covered palette, not nothing off putting, medium to long finish. Um, wow, and and just refreshing. And I and I will say, this to me reminds me a lot of our Andean agave spirit that we received uh, from uh, from Peru. I will put it up there. 
And they and those folks have won international awards, and they've also entered. I think the same. They they've got a lot of um, uh, the importer, and they've gotten a lot of. Uh, they're in the United States now. When we had them, they were not available in the U.S. Now they're available. Go find them if you want just an inkling of what it is that we're having from Australia. <clears throat> I can't. You know, it's, it's hard. I could just smell it. I yeah. Now now you mentioned the eucalyptus. All I'm thinking of. Because it's, it's so unusual to have that smell, it's, it's it's exclusive to itself, isn't it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. For a, for a spirit, so. it's exclusive to itself. Nobody else is doing this, and especially you know we've had agave americana in several different formats, whether it's a mezcal, you've had it in a ricea, you know, um, whatever. But but this is really truly mezcal with an Australian accent. I mean. It's perfect. Yeah. Wow. It's just. Yeah, you could, they couldn't make it any more Aussie. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is. That's brilliant. Yeah, it is. It's brilliant. Hands down, brilliant. And even the, the, the. I love that you're getting barrel notes and you're getting the vegetal notes. From the agave, the first thing that hits you when you open up this, when you unseal it, is of course the wood notes, and then the the plant just and it opens up beautifully, like right away. Some yeah. lately we've had some agave spirits and we've had some mezcals that we've had to really wait to open up, and some tequilas, for instance, do that too. This one, this one just bloomed just beautifully. Mm. Well done. That is oh. bloody marvelous. Oh, <laughs> we have gone 25 minutes, folks. I know, but you know what? This may be our only chance for a long time until Philippe and I get to Australia. But these are the folks. Black Snake Distillery. That ass reposado, they, they, they sell out of this baby quickly. Um, uh, Narabi, Australia. Steph, uh, Stephen, and Rosemary, thank you so much for, for making this happen. It's look at that. I'm shaking my bottle now. Now there's room enough for bubbles. Look at that. That's that's fantastic. And you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask if she's got any jobs going so we can move out there. You <laughs> know what? Half, half, half hey, anyway. So you, they'll, they'll make you their their company, he my lord. <laughs> and then okay. and I bet you, yeah. And I bet you can find a job at a jazz uh, at, at a jazz club somewhere, right? Because you know, a guy that won't pay the bills not right away. If if I gotta tell you, if they ever increase um, their aspect, their facility for making more, they would do the world a service. Um, get yourself one of these because, like I say, in four or five years' time. Australia will have an agave spirit industry. There's no telling what they're going to do with it. If they're going to use diffusers, if they're going to do it the old-fashioned way, if they're going to try everything under the sun, we don't know yet. Okay, because the plants are just growing outside their facility. But in the meantime, get yourself some of this so that you have a bar to measure them from, because uh, this is truly beautiful. I'm I'm I can't say anything else. I, I just send you know. us more. Yeah, please. 
Can you can you get us a bottle, a full seven hundred? I'll sell for seven hundred because those are legal in the states. I I might even, you know, we might even know some uh, some importers. Like even if they just get it to the UK, can you imagine what this would do in the UK? I, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> hey, did, I know I can hear the yeah. wheels turning in Felipe's head because in a square. <laughs> in a square, not a circle, because <laughs> he thinks outside the box. Um, thank you, folks, for Black Snake Distillery. This is Asp Reposado. Go yourself some fantastic. Look them up on Instagram. Tell them you saw our review on, on Tequila Aficionado on our YouTube channel. Give them a like. Follow them. They're wonderful people. They, they, they're sincerely small batch. Just doing what they do. It, it's, and you know what? I, thank you to you folks for, for keeping, you know, for watching us. I know we're gone 30 minutes into this, but it's so beautiful. I got to tell you, this may be the only time that we will get a chance to have this, but it may not be your only time. If you're planning a trip to Australia, go find these people, get out there, take a Jeep, take a boat, take a crocodile, whatever it is that you're going to take. <laughs> to get there <laughs> and 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 bring back a couple of bottles because you're not going to be sorry okay it's delightful it's different it really is brand worthy of agave spirits around the world and and in the meantime hey don't forget getting our book okay that get the book on amazon it's available now and they're they're featured in the book they'll give you the they'll give you the whole story about how they got started what a what a wonderful thing. What a great birthday present. I love it. I'm happy with it. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy out there is Freddy for the area in Essex, England. You have been watching and listening to a very special uh, edition of Sipping Off the Cuff, but with Black Snake, uh, Black Snake Distillery, the Asp Reposado. Uh, again, subscribe if you haven't done that already. Hit the notification bell. Give this video a like because it helps us with the algorithm. Follow Felipe on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.